Well, Phil, that was Joseph Bharat Cornell, a uh, student, uh, devotee of uh, Paramahansa Yogananda, uh, mm -hmm. part of the Ananda community, uh, a wonderful guy. And uh, what he said about nature and connecting to nature has been something stated about uh, by a lot of the folks we've interviewed uh, that, that uh, is a gateway, you know, as a gateway to, to spirituality. And in some cases, some people yeah. emphasize that maybe uh, is the first uh, experience a lot of people have of, of nature. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I grew up in a very urban environment. You know, and my yeah. exposure to na my exposure to nature was like you know the park. You right. know, there were trees in the park, but it wasn't until I was older that you know I could experience woods and. Um, well, I did have the ocean too, although it was Coney Island. Coney Island. Hey, <laughs> <That was. laughs> you're from Brooklyn. I was born and raised uh, near Jersey City. And, and I have to say, I mean, I, I had one experience where, uh, I mean, there was a little wooded area a block from me where we used to go and play, what they used to call playing as a kid, and uh, until they knocked down that area to put up a high school. But uh, I went to camp in New Hampshire when I was 10. And the first yeah. night I stepped out of the cabin and I looked at the sky and saw so many stars. I was really, I mean, I mean I, it was frightening for me at the time. I had never seen anything like it because I was in an urban area. You see stars, but you see a few stars. Here it was like, right. it was unbelievable. <clears throat> and so I'm, I'm sure that uh, that stirs a lot of people. And, and he seems to have really uh, honed in on specific ways of experiencing nature to enliven yeah. uh, inner life. Yeah. And, and, you know, that sort of thing happens spontaneously to a lot of people. I remember it myself you know there's a certain awe and wonder and you know the the peacefulness and the silence of uh when you're in the woods or on a mountaintop is so much more profound and um, palpable than it than just you know being in a quiet room somewhere in the city and and you you experience something and you know there's a tremendous precedent for this uh you know, in our own uh, culture in the West, Emerson and Thoreau right. were the, you know, sort of vanguard of the spiritual breakthroughs coming from, you know, walking in the woods and, and you know, sitting by a pond. And, you know, this, this is, it's real. Mm -hmm. But it's also true, you know, that the reverse, I... I walk on the beach here in L.A. from time to time, and every once in a while I realize, you know, I'm not being conscious. I'm just taking a walk, and it's nice, but um, other times my degree of appreciation or my the feeling of closeness to something spiritual and bigger than me is, is palpable. It's the same beach. Right. But my consciousness is different. So, right. so if Bharat is using methods to uh, attune people to what's before them and therefore uh, lead to uh, a spiritual experience or a breakthrough, you know, that's, you know, a great um, offering. Now, now, these days we hear the expression mindfulness a lot. And, and do you think, I mean, it would be commonly accepted that uh, somebody walking along the beach that, 
is uh, very intentionally uh, aware of, mindful of what they're experiencing and how that, uh, and be open to how that might affect their inner life, uh, would that be uh, in the category of mindfulness? Mindfulness I, walking. You're probably right. Yeah. I think it's probably a more um, accurate use of the term mindfulness right. than when people conflate it with meditation. I mean, I remember, you know, and there's some precedent for this. In the Buddhist tradition, there's there are walking meditation yeah. and, um, you know, practices that are done while you're eating and things like that. And I remember Thich Nhat Hanh having a... Uh, a walking meditation that a lot of people mm-hmm. were employing. So it's, it's a sort of meditative experience that's done while you're active or in nature or whatever. So it may elicit a certain, you know, higher awareness or more acute awareness of what's present before you. It's very different from, you know, doing a practice with your eyes closed. And Right. You, you know, it's uh, another reason why it's important that, Cities have parks. New York City, I've spent a yeah. lot of time in Central Park. Without Central Park, New York would be a very, very different place. And many oh, cities, uh, Golden Gate Park, yeah, they have great <laughs> parks. Actually, where you are in L.A., uh, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda's uh, shrine, is it uh, Lake Shrine? Lake Shrine. If you haven't yeah. been there and you're listening and you're ever in L.A., go there. It's a magnificent spot. You walk around, it has a very meditative feel about mm. it. And mm-hmm. uh, it, there's a, a, one of Yogananda's temples where they actually have services and whatnot. It's yeah. up the hill from but it. But there's also, you know, not far from there, there's, there's, you know, very close by is the ocean to walk right. by, and, the, and there's woods. So right. I have more access here in L.A. than, I, than people do in uh, some other cities to at least a taste of nature. But you're right. I mean, Central Park in New York... Fairmont Park in Philadelphia, um, Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. These are treasures right. that you know are they're oases in in the middle of urban life, and and you can get a a somewhat of an immersion. Right, in, and, and in, I, I do even in that, Central Park. Yeah, people that don't have that access, kids are living maybe Shanghai. Right? I mean, there's places in the world where the uh, New Delhi, but but I, so I think there's many many ways to access. Yeah. Uh, uh, inner life and, and develop one's spirituality. But if you have nature and you can take advantage of it, and I think uh, uh, Joseph lay, lay, lays it out in the book very beautifully, how you can uh, utilize that. And, and again, like yeah. for me, I'm like you. If I walk along the beach and I'm, my mind's not absorbed in something else that's going on, and I really allow myself to experience the expansiveness of the ocean and all, it's, it's mind-boggling. It's very elevating. Yeah. It's, it's energizing. So, you know, I would categorize that as spirituality for sure. Yeah, and it's, it leads to, you know, in many cases, a deeper engagement with uh, the life of the spirit. I think it's terribly important for kids. Right. I mean, even, even uh, affluent kids don't often have much of a taste of nature unless, like, you know, they went to summer camp or, you know, they, they have access to good parks. But, you know, I go hiking here, my wife and I, fairly often, you know, maybe on the weekends. There's, uh, you know, woods fairly close by to L.A. And every once in a while, you'll see, like, a class of kids, often inner-city kids, being taken 
you know, to, to a hiking trail. And for many of them, you know, this is something unprecedented and it's brand new. And you could see, you know, um, the enthusiasm and the engagement that they have for just, you know, being right. in the woods surrounded <laughs> by trees. Yeah, in uh, Scandinavia, I know in Sweden, for instance, it's a huge part of the culture that people have the opportunity to get away from it all. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and often you see people hiking solo just by themselves. Yeah. And, and uh, in your research on, on, on Yogananda, uh, does he speak uh, much on nature and, and the yes. value of it? Yes. Yeah. In fact, I meant to say that when we were talking to uh, Bharat because um, I did learn in my, in my um, research how much he loved being in nature and he would take uh, he would pile people just sort of spontaneously from the ashram or, uh, were, you know, the community that was all living and working uh, together and working for him. He would just pile people in cars and go um, to the woods or, you know, a beach and uh, spend time there, meditate there, sometimes stay over, camp out. So, you know, he sought that. Um, right for his own sake and for the sake of his uh, devotees uh, quite uh, often and regularly. And when he was a kid, you know, living in Calcutta, he was, well, it was a little different than just wanting to be in nature. You know, he, he was, he kept wanting to escape to the Himalayas. Uh, right. And that was, you know, his, his wanting to, to be uh, engaged in the solitude, this, the life of solitude of a monk. But, yeah, that was a big part of, of his life. And I should say, because um, I have the opportunity, so I'm going to. <laughs> um, you know, I one of the things I do is lead uh, tours, American Veda tours of India. And um, we're going on another one this September of 2018. And one of the things we try to build into the tours, in addition to you know, visiting sacred sites and like going to places like Yogananda's family home and um, is is some connection to the landscape and the nature of India, which is harder and harder to locate, <laughs> you know, as, as it, in, in India. But we do. We go to Rishikesh and we go, we're going to a, an echo village on this trip. Um, where the presence of the sacred and in nature is still um, honored and palpable. Great. It sounds like a fabulous trip. Uh, very uh, very uh, nice having brought on. And uh, now I'm inspired. I'm going to go take a I'm in Florida right now. I'm going to go by the ocean and take a walk. Yeah. And, uh, okay, and be I'll mindful to, of I'll it. do it in L.A. and... Yeah. Uh, We'll be we'll be bi coastal. Yeah, exactly. We'll beach uh, meet in that great cosmic ocean in the sky. Uh, so until okay. next time, and at, when you're out there, but please, right. our website spiritmatterstalk.com. Go on there, contact us, Dennis Ramundi at gmail.com. Phil Goldberg, contact us directly. Contact us any uh, uh, through the uh, website. But any advice that you have, uh, we will be uh, glad to follow up on. And I know many people have uh, written us and. Uh, suggested people, and we'll always uh, see if we can get those people if they're appropriate to our show. And so uh, we appreciate any advice, any and all advice. Is that right, Phil? That is correct, Dennis. All Thank right. Thank you. Till next time. All right.